Hi everyone, today is a new day and you're a part of it. Join me, Dr. Megs, for short stories and quick tips to boost your mood and your productivity. This is the PGH Dreamers Pod. Hi everyone and welcome to the PGH Dreamers Pod. Our path continues today as we speak with local entrepreneurs, creators, and thinkers who are doing big things in the Pittsburgh area. Our guest today is Kate Denman. I met Kate on the dance floor several years ago and with her style and technique knew she was a star before I even really got to know her. Kate is a senior music education major at Duquesne University with a piano focus. She plans on attending graduate school in the fall for collaborative piano. Along with being an educator, Kate performs in a Grateful Dead cover band called Half Dead and has written, performed, and released her own music. Check out Toxins and Flower on all streaming platforms. Welcome to the pod, Kate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. So let's start off today with what I like to call breaking ground. Just a few quick questions to break the pavement and get us kicked off. You up for that? Sure. First question. Do you have a morning ritual? A morning? Uh, not really, just because every day is sort of different with me being in school and everything. Um, but usually I just kind of always eat breakfast. That is always a go-to. And then I'll either go and practice or I'll go to classes for the day. So during the summer, it's a little bit different. I'll usually try getting up, going to the gym, and then um, coming back, eating breakfast, take a shower, you know, all that. But that's kind of my routine, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. I got to roll with whatever the schedule throws at you, I'm sure, when you're in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, do you have a favorite book or author or both? Hmm. Um, I actually don't really. I have like favorite like composers, but I haven't really got a chance to read lately. Different like composers kind of I like. It's like it depends if I'm playing the music or if I'm just listening to it. Those two are very different. Like I love playing Beethoven and then I also love listening Billie Eilish and people like that. And Phineas, they're both amazing. So those are two people I think I really like, but that's music wise. The uh, yeah, books, well, I haven't really got a chance to read some books in a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still, I mean, they're still writing, right? So it falls in line with that because it's still artistic and the lyrics tell a story. So I get that for sure. Yeah. And it all <laughs> suits you well. Number three, <laughs> how do you keep your body and mind healthy? So you mentioned going to the gym in the summer. What else do you like to do? I also like doing dance classes. Um, whenever there are classes at the studio especially like with you guys that's always really fun I still dance with like the dance off on occasion like if I see there's like a class I'll go if I'm home that's kind of difficult because of me being in Pittsburgh I started doing yoga and Pilates with my one friend Sydney and we would do that every Monday and then we started adding our other two friends Brennan and Tim and then so it'd be like a group of us just going to the gym doing Pilates it's like a 20 minute video online I think it's like Pilates with Nicole or something or move with Nicole but that would be something that we would always like to do. And then I'm trying to get back into the gym over this break. And then also just keeping up with my health every day. So cool. All right. Moving into the more transcendental side of things like you from the dancing. <laughs> now you're gravitating towards the yoga. You know, I, I get that, especially as you yeah. get older. We have so many things in our mind. It's just nice to like recenter and focus sometimes with that for sure. Yeah. And final question, icebreaker question. If you could describe yourself with one word, what would it be? I'd say probably determined. Just because 
I feel like when I want something, I'm really, I go for it and I try to put my all into it. If I'm not really as interested, then it takes me a little bit to get me to do it. But if I'm very passionate about something, whether it be like relationships, both friendships or romantic, and then also just like my career, I think I'm very like determined, and especially with school too, and getting like the good grades. I always want to get the best grades that I can, try my hardest. And then so I'd say determined is a good word to describe me. With a capital D, Kate, Kate determined. <laughs> All right. So now that our <laughs> listeners got to know you a little bit, let's start by talking about your journey. So can you give us sure. background, maybe leading us from when you were a kid through school to where you are now? Basically, how did you pave your own way? So I'm 22 years old and I'm from the small town of Manesson. And there aren't really too, too many people here, but I've been in Catholic school all my life. I went to St. Sebastian Regional Catholic School, met some really great people there and teachers, and it was a good environment to grow up in. I come from a very, like, I'm adopted. So I come from a big, like, Italian family on my mom's side. And they were always so, like, loving and caring. And then it they kind of taught me to, like, be able to mix with, like, both older people and younger people. And so I've always loved little kids. And also I've always loved working with older people. I actually started working with my church a lot when I was in seventh grade. My new priest I have now, Father Michael Crookson, I'm at Epiphany of Our Ward in Manesson. And I do a lot of like cantering and then accompanying every single week. And I try doing that, especially when I'm on breaks. So I got involved with like the church and I've always loved that community there. They've always been so sweet and nice to me. Then I also want to continue going into Catholic school. So my mom sent me to Greensburg Central Catholic which is in Greensburg, PA. It was a 30-minute bus ride in the morning, getting up super early, getting dropped off at the bus stop, but it was worth it in the end. I'm very thankful for that experience. But I've always been the music kid ever since I was little. I took piano lessons since I was like in second grade. And then I started playing flute when I was like in fifth grade. I didn't really continue that much in high school because we didn't have a band. We did, but it wasn't like a marching band like every other high school has. It was more of a concert band, but again, being a small Catholic school was very small. But I always loved piano, and then I I would sing here and there, and over time, I just loved to sing more. And then so continuing into high school, I was always known as like the piano kid, and I was the only one going for music. And I, it was an interesting time, just because that was how I stood out, and music wasn't the cool thing. It was more like sports, but I tried like expanding myself by doing like student council. I would still doing dance like in high school. I've done that since I was, I think, longer than piano, to be honest. So I've always had some sort of connection with, like, music in some way. And then I always did choirs when I was younger. I did a little bit of accompanying here and there. And then being involved with the church, singing and cantering there in the choir. But that was my whole kind of experience in high school. Then I went to Duquesne University for music education. And through there, I actually have never written a song before. So Mm -hmm. the first time I wrote a song was my freshman year in college. It was called Waited for You, and that's not out or anything. It might be, but by the time that this rolls out, because um, my one friend Maria and I want to put a EP out of like three songs, one song I wrote, one song that she wrote, and then one song we wrote together, and then just put that out kind of before we graduate. And I showed her that. I performed it one time with like a group of my friends, and it was really fun. And I was like, I really like writing songs, so maybe I'll try doing it more. And then also I was like a freshman. I never realized like how important jazz was and I didn't really have jazz experience in high school because we never I never really even I knew jazz existed but I didn't really hear that like it's like a jazz band like you could do that in high school so that was really cool 
And then, so I started taking jazz piano lessons and that also changed my writing style. I started writing kind of like jazzier chords. And then when you listen to toxins, it's very like jazz heavy, but with flower, it's very low key, pretty piano parts. It's more, it's two different kinds of writing and I'm trying to decide which side I like better, but I kind of like both for different reasons. They both have special places in my heart. But with those jazz lessons, it took me a while to really get used to it because I'm such a classically trained pianist that it was hard for me to think a different way. Thinking of improv, thinking of the different like chord voicing that you could do. And it took me a while to really get used to how jazz worked. And then I'm, I was involved with jazz workshop. And then I made jazz ensemble my senior year of college. And it's with Mike Tamaro. He's great. Jeff Bush runs the jazz workshop. And it's such a good experience. And I feel like I've grown even more as a musician. And it's made me more open to different styles and willing to try different things. But throughout college, I started writing my own songs. Flower was one. I caught my friend Tyler's attention. And he's actually my producer. And we're going to come out with more stuff. There's paper, another song called Paper that's on the way. And then another one called One Too Many Times. That one's already like written and produced. And probably it'll be out by then because I'm waiting on cover art. And then I'm also planning on doing an EP. So hopefully that'll be out by the time that everybody hears this. Not <laughs> sure what the name will be, but I have a good couple songs that are in the making and also already written. So I'm very excited about that. And I've done some performing with, so because of my jazz like kind of experience, I got to know many different people. Dylan Sleesman is one of them. He actually runs the Grateful Dead cover band that I'm in, Half Dead. And he was like, hey, we need a pianist can, or a keyboard player. Can you come do this? And I was like, I mean, I'll do a rehearsal. We'll see how it goes. And so him and Mitch and then Seth Toops, we call him Toops for short. And Kira is a guitarist. And then so we all kind of came together and they really liked how I played for the one gig. And then we've been kind of doing some gigs here and there. We did a three-hour gig in Southside. We performed with Cause, which is another band that I will be Within the spring, I have a lot of gigs coming up in April and then also May, mostly in the summertime with Cause. And then same with Half Dead. We're trying to work through different dates for that. But it's hard because we're all college kids and trying to work around these schedules. I'm going to be student teaching in the spring. And then so just busy here and there. I'm at Hampton Elementary um, with Mr. Sean Deadskin for Elementary Band. And then I am with Mr. Ben Murray at Fox Chapel for their high school choir. So it's like I have it right now. It's just very busy time of everything, but that's just kind of my journey. And then I discovered I really loved accompanying when I was in college because I played for Dr. James Gruet and I played for his tuba euphonium studio and I did many accompaniments for there. And I was like, I kind of like this as a job. Did I think I would be doing that four years ago? No, I didn't think I want to perform because solo performing is very, I get very anxious over that. Yeah. But I always loved performing with people. And then so this kind of challenges my piano skills and my sight reading skills. And I really enjoy doing it. So my goal is to go to grad school for collaborative piano in some way in the fall. I have a lot of new music that's in the making. I still try keeping up with dance when I can, but it's always hard because I just am in Pittsburgh and then everything is in Chavaroy. So but I dance with the dance law for many years and I dance with you guys for a good bit. So it's just busy trying to keep track of like lady yeah but it's all good (laughs) stuff you know it's all such an exciting time for you to like be blossoming and kind of finding your way at this kind of crucial moment if you will of of your future and 
having all these opportunities is just amazing. Like what a repertoire to be like ending school on, not only having <laughs> produced, recorded and produced and written songs, but also having all these connections now to get into schools and, and to accompany and work with bands that are, you know, expressing an interest in working with you. I mean, that's amazing. Pittsburgh really is cool. the small town that everybody knows each other, right? So, I mean, word travels really fast. And if you are getting out there and your name's out there, I mean, the possibilities are going to be endless, Kate. I hope so. I mean, I, I don't really, I just kind of do the songwriting and everything for fun. So if it ends up being something good in the future, like where it blows up, then cool. If it doesn't, oh, well, I still am going to write my music and still going to put stuff out because I like to. Absolutely. Well, I was going to ask about that. So you had mentioned a song that you wrote, what was it, freshman year? Was that an assignment mm -hmm. or was it just you did it because you wanted to try? My friend Maria started like writing songs and everything. I was like, oh, I've never done that before. And then I started playing around with like silly chords and I've had some adjustments to it ever since. But I was just like, yeah, why not? Am I, isn't my most, most proud of that song? Not really, but it's the first song I ever wrote. So that's always going to be kind of special to me. And I don't know. I didn't think people would like it, but they ended up liking it. So, <laughs> and people were like, oh, is, is it going to be out on like streaming platforms? I was like, ah, I don't know about that one, but we'll see. Yeah, hey, so, and you can always revamp now that you have different backgrounds and knowledge too with the classical and the jazz. Yeah. And so you had mentioned like, I don't know which sound I like better, you know, the flower or the toxins sound. And I don't think you have to pick one in my humble opinion, if that matters at all. But, <laughs> you know, what is your, what is your inspiration, I guess, behind the music style as well as like the lyrics? Do you have any inspiring I, stories or? When I always like improvise on the piano, I always like making it sound pretty and making it sound in quote perfect, I guess you could say. And that's where kind of flower was born because I didn't want like any chords or any notes that just kind of had like a little bit of a dissonance to it. And that mm -hmm. just made it sound weird. And that was my biggest struggle with learning jazz in the first place. But with toxins, I was like, hey, I kind of like the darker sound. And a lot of people said they really like my voice in that setting, which was really cool. So I feel like I could kind of go either way with that. I'd say when I started to understand jazz more is when I liked that darker sound. Mm -hmm. But Flower just kind of shows like the before, I guess you could say the innocent side. And then <laughs> going into like toxins, it's like, oh, it's a little bit more rough. So for different ways, I don't really have like specific things I write about. It's just like I usually find the chord progressions first and then I go after that and see what kind of lyrics come from that try to build like your chorus and your verse and sometimes a pre-chorus, not always. And that kind of thing. Very cool. Very cool. So I know you already talked to us a little bit about, you know, working with some friends to create an EP, a collaborative EP. Uh, you mentioned mm -hmm. putting together like all of your songs and working out another EP. It sounded like, so, you know, give us a little taste, not only of your personal uh, to comes that maybe you haven't mentioned yet, but also, a little bit more about what collaborative piano is and what that means for you moving into your future career. Collaborating in my songwriting style is a little bit different than collaborative like piano than what I'm going to do. So collaborative piano is like I would my future job could be like working in a music school or playing for different like conservatories in different areas. And then I would just play the accompaniments and assist like instrumentalists, vocalists, or I could be involved like with the PSO, the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, they have a piano set in there because there are always piano parts in the symphony parts sometimes. So I would I could play in that setting. And I have experience doing that in 
college because I would play with the wind symphony and symphony band and then also the orchestra that we have. So it's, you, you get to work with like a different conductors like each time and then you're kind of throwing music. It's just very challenging to me of what I like to do um, with collaborative piano. But you would perform with like different student recitals primarily. Juries, juries is like the end of the semester in music school, um, your proficiency test on your instrument. Okay. So most instrumentalists need, besides pianists, they mostly need a pianist to accompany them. Same with vocalists. They can't really do everything like acapella. You can, but yeah. So that'd be kind of my job. And then I could also teach in like university, I think, or I could play around in high schools around the area. Just kind of depends. So not really sure how far collaborative piano will take me or how long I will be doing it. But it's something I definitely have like a big, big, interest in and then I would also get a church job on the side just because that's it, it's important to me and it's something I've been involved with since I was like in seventh grade like I was like 13 years old but then I could also go into teaching route so it's like I'm trying to figure out now what I really want to do and then with collaborating with other like musicians and everything in the area I just kind of asked like some of my friends like hey would you want to play on the song that I wrote and it would be me talking to Tyler being like, okay, what can you hear with this? Like what other instrumentation? And then with toxins, he heard like a brass band in the back. I was like, okay, I'll try that. And then, so I picked out the musicians. Like, it's just a bunch of my friends. Alex Lukatich is actually the one who wrote the horns part for toxins. And he is an amazing, amazing jazz pianist. And he's just insane as an arranger, really, really sweet human being. And so I've worked with him on that and paper. And probably future ones, just because he's so good and I really like his work. But it's given me the chance to become friends with so many more people. And collaborating with them, like, you can you can be proud, like, after, like, oh, I know every single musician in this song. And I know them on, like, a personal level, and they are just great to work with. And then it kind of gets their name out and also my name out if they start talking about, like, oh, I played on this song. It's sure. on Spotify. You should go listen. And so it's just, like, really cool. And then I think it helps keeping those connections like after I leave college because a lot of time when you graduate from college like you lose connection over time with your college friends and then same like after like you leave high school and middle school like you might lose that connection but I feel like this is a way to keep me connected with those people which is really nice. Absolutely and you know uh, location really doesn't matter too much anymore it sounds like because the technology is so far that yeah even if you were to meet up in a studio like in the middle of the United States there would be so much that you could do like through correspondence and virtually prior to that, mm-hmm. which is kind of awesome. Yeah, Tyler actually lives in Delaware. Okay. So he's planning on coming up in the spring and we're going to book like the studio. We're going to have everything figured out before we go, book the studio for however many hours or days and then record. And then all he has to do is like go mix everything, master it, and we put it out. I have to pay this time when you're, when you're a student at Duquesne, you don't have to pay anything to use like our facilities which is really nice. The quality that we have at Duquesne, though, is really, really great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the songs are beautiful. They're mastered so nice that <laughs> it just hits your ears so well. You could tell that, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to tell it wasn't, you know, professionally professionally done by some huge RCA Universal. I mean, it's <laughs> really good. Okay. So, tough question, maybe, but, you know, right. you've been in the studios now, so you're in a very high pressure environment to get it all out there and show the world what you've been working on, which I would think is 
a little bit anxiety provoking, you know, because you mm -hmm. probably had that song that you were crafting and you're like, whoa, now I'm going to release it for everybody else to listen to. Right. So very yeah. vulnerable time. You've done it successfully so far, you know, twice <laughs> um, and you're planning on doing it multiple times over. So can you use that experience to give any of our listeners any advice on kind of just putting it out there? going for it no matter what it is if it's a song that's one thing or any other sort of business or art if you are proud of something that you made whether it be a song a book like you said um tv show even like an idea and you're so passionate about it you will definitely be successful with it and you just have to find you have so many support systems so many more than you would think to encourage you to just put it out there and also just do it like what are you gonna lose just taking a chance kind of opened many opportunities for me, like taking a chance on even going to school for music in the first place. Like I didn't, I was going to end up going for either nursing or business. And here I am. I didn't do that. And it's opened so many other doors for me. And then taking a chance. And that goes along with like new friendships too. Like, and you may be scared of talking to this new person or putting yourself out there in, in a new environment just by yourself, but it is worth it. And you will be able to look back kind of on your life and be like, at least I never wondered why or thought of like the what if. There are many things I wish I did in the past that like I just didn't do. And now I'm like trying to, as cheesy as it sounds, like live life to the fullest. Like you want to be able to say I was able to do this and I did it with pride kind of thing. And then putting out stuff of your own, it is very, very scary because you don't know how everybody else is going to think of it. But if you are very proud of it and you love what you're doing, it will be successful. Will everybody like it? No, but that's also just life. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to like every single thing that you do either. But as long as you personally are happy with it, just go with it and do it. Yeah, I love that. And I love the sentiment of you don't want to look back 25, 40 years from now and go, what if? Right. Mm -hmm. What if I didn't or what if I went to school for business instead? You know, where would my mm -hmm. life be? And something like that I just absolutely love that a lot of dreamers bring up is the fact that you go down one route and then you, oh, let me try this and let me try that and let me change to this. And it's something to remember. No matter how old you are, I mean, you could start over. That is totally possible as well. So yeah. you go the route of collaborative piano and realize, oh, teaching is where my heart is you know, going into the school setting full time, I'm sure is going to be possible for you. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of like finding that route and finding what you're most passionate about. Yeah, I only applied to two grad schools and I kind of stayed in the Pittsburgh area just because I don't think I'm ready to necessarily leave Pittsburgh. That might be something in the future that I want to do just so to get a different area. But for now, I think I want to stay around here and then I figured I'll get my grad degree now and then I can always go to teaching afterwards. Yeah. It's only a two year program. So why not? Exactly. It just kind of depends if I get accepted and all that. So hopefully I'll have an answer by then, but we'll <laughs> well, I'm sure you will, Kate. And you have plenty of backups. If not, don't worry. <laughs> we'll see you in New York one day. So um, oh. if you could let our listeners know where to find you, where should they look you up on social media, websites, any handles that you want to pitch to find you, your music. For my Instagram, it's uh, Kate underscore underscore, yes, two underscores, Denman, because only the one underscore was taken before. <laughs> and then you can also just look up Kate Denman on YouTube and then also on Spotify, Apple Music. All my music is on there. And yeah, that's kind of my main handles. And then I'm on Facebook too, Kate Denman, same thing. So but yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much for your time today, Kate. I look forward to all of the new music that you put out and to follow you and make sure that you listen, listeners. Take a listen to that's Flower and Toxins on all streaming platforms and stay tuned for new music from Kate Denman. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Are you feeling stuck? Do you constantly battle procrastination? Are you hoping to achieve more, but just need that extra push? Then accountability can work for you. With my Accountability Buddy program, you will get one-on-one personalized schedules, check-ins, and solutions to help you reach your goals. Whether it be your health, relationships, career, or creative goals, the Accountability Buddy program will keep you on track and will keep it real. Visit pghdreamerproductions.com to sign up now for the affordable Accountability Buddy program. That's pghdreamerproductions.com to get started today. It's time to pave your own way.